Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise with Ray Lance of USA Wealth Group, your financial and retirement guide. And thanks. Thanks so very much for making us a part of your Sunday morning. You know, the mission at USA Wealth is to help you protect your family and protect your money. And Ray, nobody does that better for us than you. Good morning. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to MoneyWise every week, and thank you for your kind words, Phil. They're always appreciated. Ladies and gentlemen, this morning we're going to be talking about Medicare, how to apply for Medicare. A lot of people are reaching the magic age of 65 when they really need to sign up for Medicare. And there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of questions about it. Here's one example. A lot of people think that, well, If I want to sign up for Medicare, I have to apply for Social Security. And so they make the mistake, perhaps, of signing up for Social Security at age 65 because they think they have to do that before they can sign up for Medicare. That's not necessarily the case. So this morning, we have several experts with us, and they're groaning right now. (laughs) They are experts. But we do have two special guests with us this morning as we talk about Medicare. We're going to go down through some of the rules. Uh, I have a whole table spread out in front of me with lots and lots of information. We've done a show on Medicare before. It's absolutely worth repeating. There's a lot of misinformation. So this morning, we're very pleased to have with us Deborah Lee, who's the recently appointed new Council on Aging Director for the city of New Bedford. Um, Good morning, Deborah. Good morning. And we also have with us Pamela Amaral Lima, who is Administrative Specialist for the Council on Aging. I guess you've been there for a couple of years, haven't you, Pam? Yes. Okay, so we're going to ask you every difficult question I can think (laughs) of this morning. No, just kidding. This is not to test anybody's knowledge or put anybody on the spot. But I know you folks work in the area of Medicare counseling, Medicare planning, It's such a critical area for us, especially with everybody needs to have health insurance as we go into retirement. So we're going to talk about that. And Phil, I have to give you a couple of Greek quotations first. Of course. So I'm trying to decide for 10 points, who would have said this phrase whose name begins with the letter S? True knowledge exists in knowing that you know nothing. What are the points worth before I answer that? Well, we'll trade them in for lollipops or something. Oh, then then it's uh, Stavros instead of Socrates. No, this was Socrates, actually. <laughs> but, you know, that's what this show is all about. We need to try to figure out how to impart knowledge because, boy, this is a tough area. Medicare is really a tough area. And um, By the way, the two guests that you have, Ray, are two of the best. Good. Oh, isn't they amazing. really, really are. They have been such a great help in this community to thousands of people. They're both blessed. Well, we need human services. We absolutely do. Nobody can figure it out. It's hard to figure out your tax return, although some some people try to do that as well. But, um, you know, some people think we have too much government, but I don't think we have too much government in this area. And uh, Thomas Jefferson once said, my reading of history convinces me that most bad government results from too much government. I would not say that about the Medicare program or the Social Security program. So many people depend on Social Security, and sometimes that's their only source of income in retirement. It's a critically important subject that we're going to talk about today. It's in some ways even more important for women than it is for men. 
because uh, just as with Social Security, we still don't have economic uh, parity in this country between men and women. It's estimated that it's going to be somewhere around 2058 before we may reach economic parity between men and women in this country in terms of what people earn. And that impacts Social Security. And we'll be talking again in a few weeks about uh, some of the important rules about Social Security. But today we want to focus on your health, your Medicare, how do you take care of your medical needs. And Medicare is such an important program. Even in Thomas Jefferson's time, Thomas Jefferson said, health is worth more than learning. And today we're going to do a little bit of both. We'll have a few other Greek quotations in just a minute. But let me come back and welcome our guest this morning. So we have with us uh, Deborah Lee, who's the Council on Aging Director. But Deborah, you do some other interesting things as well, don't you? I do. I uh, also uh, pastor in the North Baptist Church in New Bedford. So you're an ordained minister, and you've been a minister for a while, haven't you? Uh, About five years. Mm -hmm. And do you typically preach almost every Sunday? Every Sunday. Good. Yeah, every Sunday. I will have to visit some yeah. Sunday. Where's morning. the you church have to located? to do that. We're on the corner of Merrimack and County, big white church. Know it well. The, yep. yep, I know exactly where that is. 750 County. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you anytime. So your, your ministry and your being a pastor really fits in very nicely with being able to counsel people as well in the area of uh, being the council and aging director. It works out very well. It's a, it's a good fit. The, t- the two combination, combinations are really helping people and guiding them in in where they need to go. And I know you also worked at the State Department of Mental Health for uh, something like 16 years. I did, and that also helps. You know, you get some folks who come in who are, you know, there's a lot going on in their lives. There's a lot of change. There's a lot of loss. And and so that that also comes into play. It it helps me to be able to help people to seek out the services that they need. You know, in my business, we do a lot of work in the area of counseling people for retirement to make sure they have enough retirement income. Uh, We start out by doing a budget with everyone. We want to make sure that we know what all the income is, what all the expenses are, and we help them analyze their budget, find out if they can reduce certain areas, for example. But I always get questions about Medicare and what is Medicare. One of the first things I want to say is that Medicare is different from Medicaid and people confuse them quite a lot. Medicaid, uh, M-E-D-I-C-A-I-D, is a program most often for people who go into nursing homes and they don't have enough assets to pay the cost of a nursing home. And so they might be looking to qualify for Medicaid, which is administered through the Mass Health Program. There are other people who are in the community who get services at home through the Medicaid program. But this is not the same as Medicare. Medicare is a different program, which is really all about your health insurance. It's about providing funds if you have to go into the hospital or go to a doctor or if you need prescription medicines. And there's Part A and B and C and D, and there's Medicare supplement plans, and it's real confusing. So you know what I do in my office? I give people the basics of what Medicare covers, and I can tell them how and when they should go and sign up. But then I start to get asked questions about, well, I I know that there's some supplement plans that I should have, and I don't understand that. And you know what I tell them? I tell them to go see you, Deborah, and you, Pamela, and go see a shine counselor, because you can sit down with somebody and you can explain to them 
the prescription plans and what company covers what choices and so forth. I know even in my own office, uh, we've got probably 12 or 13 people there, and several people are under different kinds of supplement plans depending upon their status. And I would guess right now we probably have, let's see, one, two, probably six people in the office who are on Medicare right now. So we have an older staff, uh, and we're working with an older population quite often. So let's talk about SHINE. Um, It took me a while to understand what SHINE stood for. And I know, uh, Pamela, can you give me the definition of what SHINE means? Yes, the acronyms... um means S-H-I-N-E, serving health insurance needs of everyone. But in this case, at the Council on Aging, we really focus on elderly individuals or individuals who are under the age of 65 who are disabled and on Medicare. Okay, and are you a a SHINE counselor? Yes, I have been a SHINE counselor for about a year, and Deborah and I have um, just passed a recertification test about two weeks ago. Wonderful. Well, you know, it's such an important thing. And I know, um, Pamela, uh, you're the administrative specialist for the Council on Aging. Uh, I know you have a degree uh, from BCC, Bristol Mm -hmm. Community College, a wonderful resource in our community. And I think you're also continuing your education beyond that right now, aren't you? Yes. Um, Currently, I'm at Bridgewater State University, and I'm looking to transfer to UMass Dartmouth in the fall since it's closer to home. Um, I just have one more year left, and then I'm looking to get my master's degree in public administration administration now i know a secret about you pamela oh god yes (laughs) (laughs) pamela can i share the secret that you are expecting a child right now sure (laughs) two children (laughs) so you're expecting two children yes congratulations do you know know their gender already yes a little boy and a little girl that's wonderful and when are you due um in the middle of june middle of june okay all of God's blessings. Thank well, you. I am very blessed. Yes. Congratulations, and I'm sure you're looking forward to that event. Yes. <laughs> and you have other children already? Yes, I have a gorgeous, well, a handsome four-and-a-half-year-old boy named Sean. Yeah, you have to start saying handsome now. Yeah. I've been calling him gorgeous, but yeah, he's handsome. <laughs> Good. Well, thank you for being on the show with us this morning. So tell us, what does the Shine Counselor do? What, is, what does somebody do when they want to know more about their options for Medicare? Well, we pretty much meet with them and just basically, if they're new to Medicare, well, if they're just turning 65, we just go over everything, Medicare A, Medicare B, Medicare Part C and D, and explain to them the many different options like you spoke about. Um, There are supplemental plans, there are Medicare Advantage plans, which wrap around the original Medicare and becomes um, your primary, and then there's the standalone drug plans, Medicare Part D. So we basically explain to people, go over, you know, what they can afford and how their health issues at the current state and how they are and what kind of coverage they really need. But we just give them the information, the tools that they need, and then they tell us what they feel comfortable with. Okay, so you can actually describe different plans like perhaps Blue Cross or Tufts. I happen to be with Tufts, for example, for my uh, supplement plan. Mm -hmm. And... um, how many different choices does somebody have in Massachusetts to select supplement plans? Too many to count. Yes. Really? There's quite a few uh, out there. And, and depending on what their uh, medical needs are, if they're more needy, then they want to have a plan that, that gives them more coverage. If they're less needy at this time, then they can elect a plan that's, that's not 
generally not as expensive, but covers less. So it all depends on their medical need. Yeah. And so, Deborah, do you uh, sit down with individual clients as well and talk to them about the uh, the shine counseling? And I do. The biggest um, struggle for people is that they get inundated with mail. When mm-hmm. you're about to turn 65, I think there's like bells that go off and all these different agencies and, and insurance companies that just say, oh, another one, another one's turning that magic age and they inundate you with mail. And people get very nervous by that. They don't want to make a mistake. So they come in and we're, we're able to explain to them exactly what coverage, which company covers what, what they need for their particular need. And a lot of the cu- confusion comes in. People believe that Medicare is is the end all and that's all they need mm-hmm. but they um are, are mistaken because medicare only picks up 80 percent and so they you know right. you're left with a, a big huge uh gap and so that's why they need some supplemental insurance to be able to pick up the gap so the supplement actually the supplement plan and supplemental insurance picks up the difference above the 80 percent right. for example and if you don't have a supplement plan and you have medical needs medical costs you're going to pay out of pocket for it aren't you and it gets very expensive yep well, I'm glad to know that you both do the uh, counseling for Medicare supplement plans. But just as a quick estimate, are there like 10 choices or 15 choices or 20 choices? Well, or? in my pamphlet right here, I can count seven choices of okay. different Medigap carriers in the state of Massachusetts. But it is really confusing. Um, what I tell people mostly is what plan that I'm on. But if I had to describe what the particular benefits are and the amount of the copay and what does it cover and what does it does not cover. I couldn't answer those questions about my own plan. It's very confusing. And then uh, you're absolutely right, Deborah, that uh, we're constantly bombarded. If you have turned 50 in this country, for example, you start getting mail from AARP. Mm-hmm. And that's a good program to sign up for. And I think AARP has its own program. I know uh, AAA uh, travel agency and AAA in general, they have a program. You can go into any pharmacy in this area and they've got a program that they're affiliated with. So it's really confusing. My number one recommendation that I'm going to make uh, repeatedly today is go visit a shine counselor if you have questions. Uh, even if you don't have questions, if you're about to get started on Medicare, uh, start with a shine counselor. Uh, how do they reach you? Uh, what phone number, uh, Pamela, could they call you at? They can call the main line at the New Bedford Council at, on Agent at 508-991-6250. Then Kathy, the re- receptionist, usually takes a message, and then we call them back in about 24 to 48 hours. And then do you actually make appointments for people to come in? Yes. Deb- uh, Deborah and myself, we make our own appointments, along with Jamara Natal, who's also another Shine Counselor at the New Bedford Council on Agent. And Phil's dear friend, Shelly Carvalho, is also a shine counselor at the New Bedford Council on Aging. Right. Love you all, actually. <laughs> and, and Phil, have you been to see a shine counselor? Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Good. And yes, you know what? very important. It's the best advice I ever had. In fact, uh, Deborah uh, walked me down there and showed me the ropes. So I'm, I'm ever so grateful for these services. I am. Now, uh, Deborah and, and Pamela, you're both working on full-time positions. You have other duties as well besides just counseling people on Medicare options and supplement plans and so forth. But do you also have other volunteers who do shine counseling? I think Dartmouth Council on Aging does that, for example. I think they have people that go through a training program where they're not necessarily mm-hmm. full-time employees, but they're volunteers. Yeah, um, they do go through the same training that Deborah and I went um 
to last year. And a lot of the suburbs around um, New Bedford, they they have volunteers versus paid staff. Yes. So another good hint for this morning would be that um, if you live in Dartmouth or if you live in another community, call your local council on aging and say, do you have a shine counselor? And that word is really easy to remember. So let's talk about some of the basics of Medicare. Uh, There's Part A and Part B. I know Medicare Part A covers hospital insurance. Well, that's fairly simple. If you have to go to the emergency room, you want to be covered for uh, Part A. Or if you have to uh, stay in the hospital, you want that. Uh, Part B covers doctor fees and outpatient care. Uh, So, for example, uh, if you have doctor's services, um, I don't know if uh, Part B also covers things like diagnostics, like if you have to have an X-ray or a blood test. Is that covered under Part B? Does anybody know? Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Okay, yes. that's good to know. Mm-hmm. And Part C, I don't think, is used much in the state of Massachusetts, uh, so we won't even go there. But everybody should sign up for Part A and B, and then Part D. I know covers prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. That's vitally important. Uh, Our prescription drugs in this country are very costly. And if you don't have Part D, um, then you're going to be paying a lot of money. So we're not going to talk about C today. We're going to talk about A and B and then uh, a little bit of information about D. And one of the most important things that everybody needs to know is there's a certain time period for signing up for Medicare. There's basically a seven-month time period. And it begins three months before you turn age 65 for most people. It also includes the month in which you become 65. And then there's a three-month period after age 65. So you've got to remember, age 65, I must sign up for Medicare. There's a couple of exceptions that I'll bring up in a couple of minutes. But um, there's penalties. If you don't sign up during this magical seven-month period, then you're going to pay penalties, and those penalties, I believe, can last the rest of your life. You're going to sign up at a higher cost. It can be 10% higher, I believe, for every year that you go beyond uh, the age 65 that you failed to sign up. So I guess if you wait two years and then you sign up, you may be looking at a 20% higher premium. Again, what a lot of people don't realize is that Medicare is not free. You pay for it but it's probably the most important thing that you're going to pay for in your health insurance. It's cheaper than what you might pay, for example, if you were 60 years old and you had private insurance. That's fairly costly. So when you reach age 65, um, Medicare is going to pay for a good portion of what you pay for, but you're going to still pay part of it. And here's the link between Social Security and um, Medicare. If you are 65 years old and you sign up for Medicare then and you're not on Social Security, they're going to send you a bill every month uh, and you're going to pay the monthly bill. You're going to pay the premium for that. Um, if, however, you go on Social Security, at that point, Medicare is going to be linked into your Social Security and it's going to be deducted from your Social Security payment. Of course, if you sign up for Social Security at age 62, you're not going to pick up Medicare until you're age 65. So let's say you start Social Security a little earlier at age 62 or 63 or 64. You'll receive your Social Security check. 
Um, but you won't have any Medicare at that point until you reach age 65. So we want to avoid the penalties. The penalties are something that nobody should ever want to pay. And again, the most important thing is go see a shine counselor, go down to your local council on aging, get some advice. And Deborah, could you tell us again how somebody could reach your office? If they dial 508-991-6250 and ask for either Kathy or Pat, they will take a message or they do have appointment blocks that they can sign someone up for Mm -hmm. um, depending on people's availability. And so we try to be very accommodating. We offer Shine five days a week. Even though it's not open enrollment, there are still people out there that have questions and, and, and concerns and and difficulties. Sometimes they'll, you know, those famous, this is not a bill that they receive in the mail. They become very panicked by that. And so we're sure. able to give them clarity. Good. Well, what you do is an extremely important service. And is there a cost to go meet with you? There's absolutely no cost. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, this is free advice to you today. And it's a free service that you can get from your council on aging. Simply make an appointment and go see your shine counselor at your local council and aging office. And um, Pamela, what's the address again where you're located on Hillman Street, is it? 181 Hillman Street, building number nine. Okay, and can you describe the vicinity of where that would be for people? Old Vocational High School. When people get confused about which building because there's lots of buildings, so I always try and tell them when they call on the phone, if you look at the building where the last brick building or the building behind the mailbox, there's only one mailbox in front of the facility, so if they... Come into the entrance right behind the mailbox. That's where we are. And we do have a large green Council on Aging Administrative Office sign right in front of the door, so it's hard to miss. Well, for anybody turning 65, this is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself and for your spouse, for your family. You don't want to incur medical bills unnecessarily, and it is important to have these uh, supplement plans. We're talking with... um, Pamela Amaral-Lima, who's the Administrative Specialist at the Council on Aging in New Bedford, and also Deborah Lee, who's the fairly recent Council on Aging Director. Two months? Two years. Two years? Two years. Two and a half almost now. Oh, two years. Oh, I apologize. That's okay. You know why? Because I'm reading your wonderful bio here, but Uh I'm reading it from a 2013 senior scope and when you were newly appointed. It's been a while. I didn't pay attention to that date. That's okay. So two years. Impressive. So um, do you find it difficult to be doing both um, preaching on Sunday and Council on Aging Director? I think that one complements the other. I, I, think think I think they fit very well. When I first saw the, uh, the opening with, with the city of New Bedford, I thought, wow, what a good fit that would be in, mm-hmm. you know, com- in combination with the church. Um, it's nice to have a day off every now and then, which, which is... Uh, Hard to find. I am looking forward to Monday. It's actually a day off, and so that, that'll be good. Good. But, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, tomorrow, Monday, is uh, Patriot's Day, and it's a holiday for many people. But um, we're talking this morning uh, with two lovely ladies who are shine counselors and can give expert advice. If you're confused, let me tell you something else that's really confusing about Medicare. It's confusing enough when you sign up because... You have to know what's Part A and Part B, and then you have to sign up for Part D because Part D is going to take care of your prescription drugs. But then you have to have this supplement plan because that's going to cover the 20% that the government doesn't cover under this. And then when we reach the fall, starting around the middle of October, we have what's called open enrollment for Medicare. 
And that gets even more confusing. And that's primarily for people who are already on Medicare, but they might want to change the supplement plans and the programs that they're involved in. And that's another time of year, isn't it, Deborah, when we see a flood of information that comes out in the mail? It's very, very busy. You'll see a lot more commercials on TV advertising particular drug plans. It is good for people to look at their drug plan mm-hmm. regularly. Um, the different medications are covered by particular um, companies, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they may not cover a particular medication. So you always want to be on top of that and looking and come every year, you know, we'll look at the plan. We'll find the best plan for you. We can save you money if you, if you do that. You uh, if you stick with the old plan, cause you figure it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's nice. It's nice to be loyal to a company, but you don't want to have to pay more than you have to for that loyalty. So that's another really important tip. Once you're on Medicare, you need to think about having it reviewed every single year, mm-hmm. because as Deborah just said, you can save money. So we're thrilled this morning. We're talking about the Medicare program. It's vitally important for every American. And we're talking with Deborah Lee, who's the Council on Aging Director and also an ordained minister. And also we're talking with Pamela Amaral-Lima, an administrative specialist at Council on Aging, who's going to bless us with twins before Mm -hmm. too long. (laughs) So thank you for being here, ladies. We're going to be right back and talk in a few minutes about what USA Wealth Group can do to help give you proper advice. And uh, Phil, we're going to be right back. Absolutely. Don't go away. Welcome back and thank you for listening to MoneyWise Radio. Remember, none of us can be an expert at everything, so why don't you let the professionals at USA Wealth Group help you protect your family and protect your money Today, we're talking about protecting lots of things in your lives with two of the very best shine counselors I know, Ray. They truly are fabulous community folks who have the very best in mind for all of us. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Thank you you for listening to our special program on Medicare. Welcome back, Pamela and Deborah. Thank you. Thank you. I want to give you another famous Greek quotation. And this quotation says, it gets harder and harder to support the government in the manner to which it has become accustomed. No, say that in Greek. (laughs) Well, I can can pronounce this Greek uh, philosopher's name. Uh, His name was Anonymous. (laughs) Anonymous. Oh, yes. (laughs) So it gets harder and harder to support the government in the manner to which it has become accustomed. Uh But uh, just a reminder, uh, we're talking about Medicare this morning. We're talking about two people who have been trained to be shine counselors who can tell you all the different types of supplement programs that are available. It's not enough simply to sign up for Medicare, but you have to have a supplement plan as well. Otherwise, if you have medical needs, you're going to pay a fortune out of pocket. I think my Medicare supplement program has cost me about $146 a month. So although it's money, it's not a huge expense. And when you compare that with even one prescription drug, for example, uh, the cost can be more than that. So you do want to sign up for Medicare. You have a seven-month enrollment period when you are going to do your initial enrollment. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you need to make sure that you don't miss that date. Absolutely right. So I want to give you one more quotation. Uh, This is a Greek proverb, so it doesn't have an author associated. Act quickly, think slowly. I like that. Mm. 
And I think we could say that's true when you sign up for Medicare. That's normal for me to think very slowly. When we're talking about the uh, Part D, which is the uh, program for prescription drugs, uh, there's something called Prescription Advantage. Uh, Deborah, can you tell us what Prescription Advantage is? I can. Um, when someone purchases their medication, there's a cost that comes along with each medication that they purchase. There's the cost to the individual, and there's also the cost that the insurance company pays. Okay. When someone gets their meds for a certain amount of time, and you add up those costs, when they reach just shy of $3,000, they believe it's twenty nine seventy for the year, they reach what's called the donut hole. And in the donut hole, they may go to the pharmacy, and all of a sudden, their prescriptions are costing them more than they cost them before. And that's because they're in that that um, donut hole, which is it's an awful place to be, but there is there is relief for that. And if they come and make an appointment with us, we can sign them up as long as they qualify for Prescription Advantage. And most people do qualify. And Prescription Advantage is a free program to most people. Some people, depending on their income, may have to pay a small deductible. But it protects you in the donut hole. It keeps those percentages that you're paying for the medication the same as you've been paying all along. You know, I've heard about the donut hole before, and I never really could quite grasp that because how can there be a donut hole? A donut hole is an empty space. Mm-hmm. And I've also given up donuts myself, mm-hmm. but I buy the donut holes once in a while because those aren't as big <laughs> unless you have three or four or five or six of them. Mm-hmm. Now, I do buy them for my grandsons some, sometimes. But the donut hole is a funny description, isn't it? It is a funny description, yeah. But the percentages, are it really costs them a, a, a lot more when they, when they reach that. Oh, yeah. So does the prescription advantage, is that something that's different from the Part D coverage? It works in addition with works the Part D. in addition to the Part D, okay. And is that a program that you can explain when somebody sits down with you as a shine counselor? And they can... Do they sign up for the supplement plan and then also the prescription advantage, or is it part and parcel? When some, oh, I'm sorry. When someone signs up for a prescription plan, we can actually look at the cost of their drugs for the year and tell them if they will reach the donut hole. Okay. And if they do, then we'll sign them up for prescription advantage at that time. Um, a lot of people don't realize that if they didn't come in during open enrollment mm-hmm. and they're actually um, having... Um, problems with the donut hole, they're not on prescription advantage yet, we can get them a special enrollment period to be able to sign them up for another drug plan once they're enrolled in prescription advantage. Okay. I always tell, any time I have a guest on my show, I tell people that I learn something every single mm-hmm. time from the guests that I have on. So you'd have part A and B, mm-hmm. which is the basic. Then you'd have part D, and that may cover 80% of your cost. So then you need to have a supplement plan that you as shine counselors can help somebody with. And then you might also be looking at the kinds of prescriptions they have. And so in addition to the supplement plan, they would also have this add-on called Prescription Advantage. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can probably tell uh, from listening to this, ladies and gentlemen, that it is complex. And again, the strong recommendation is to sit down with a shine counselor and make absolutely sure that you get the coverage that you're going to need. And this applies to anybody in any economic bracket who's turning 65. So let's say somebody's turning 65 and you're not receiving Social Security or railroad retirement benefits. When can I enroll in Medicare? 
And how can you enroll in Medicare? Well, you can go on uh, www.medicare.gov, for example, which is a website where you can get a lot of good information. And you can um, go down in person to the Social Security office to sign up. And um, are there other ways to sign up, or are those the two primary ways, uh, Pamela, for signing up, either on the computer? Yes, unless someone has the red, white, and blue card, we we tell them to go to the Social Security Administrative Office and apply right there. And then once they receive the card, that's when we can help because it has the start date of Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. Okay. And those two start dates we desperately need to do anything. Right. And this is what we're calling the initial enrollment period. They mm-hmm. call it the IEP sometimes. And um, then there's a, a general enrollment period as well. Um that, again, you have to sign up during the proper time frame, or if you don't, you're going to be looking at penalties. And the penalty is in the form of paying an extra amount for the premium. And whether you're paying that out of a pocket because you haven't started Social Security yet or whether it's deducted from your Social Security check, you don't want to pay more money than what you have to because it's going to mean you're going to get less money from Social Security, for example. So don't overlook this important age of uh, age 65 to sign up. Now, I know that, um, you know, one of my uh, favorite people that I like to quote sometimes is uh, Yogi Berra. And um, Yogi Berra once said, you can observe a lot by just watching. (laughs) He was famous for malapropisms, saying inappropriate things that didn't make sense. (laughs) <laughs> that makes sense. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Uh, there's something called a Part B warning. What does that mean exactly? If someone is hospitalized, uh, you really have to be careful to watch what status the hospital has you in under if you were to need further care in a skilled nursing facility. Unless you're in under an admitted status, if you go to skilled nursing, it will not be be paid for under under your Medicare. You mm-hmm. have to make sure that you're not under observation status, that you are admitted prior to being switched over to a skilled nursing facility. Um, when people come into the hospital, you know, you're, you're ill, you're not thinking clearly perhaps, and they have you sign all kinds of papers, you know, when you first come in. And one of them says you're responsible for the bill if the insurance company doesn't pick it up. So you always want to make sure before you're admitted to skilled nursing that the hospital indeed has you down as admitted and not observation status. You know, that's a really important point. And um, my wife is attorney Tenny Lance, and I've heard her talk about that many times at the seminars that she does. And she also sees people who might have a, a spouse who's in the nursing home. And the first thing she has to check is to find out when they went to the hospital before they went to the nursing home, were they actually admitted? Mm-hmm. And so that's a very important distinction that people need to know. There are many, many rules. Uh, uh, Attorney Tenny Lance does a lot of work in the area of Medicaid planning and counseling people on how to get mass health benefits for somebody who has to be a permanent resident in a nursing home. And Medicare ties into that Medicaid eligibility in some ways because I know enough about this to be uh, dangerous on this particular mm-hmm. topic. Um, Tenny is, is really very knowledgeable about that area and does a lot of help with people to uh, do mass health applications, for example. But I know that if you have been admitted to the hospital and you're there for three nights and then you transfer directly from the hospital into the nursing home facility, 
and you need skilled care as opposed to custodial care, and think of all those distinctions just in that one little sentence, then the Medicare program will pay a portion of your hospital bill, I think, for the first 100 days. Um, I think it's like 80% or something like that. Yeah, they cover the first 1 to 20 days, and then after that, it's $152 per day, 21 to 100. It's the first 20 days are paid in Mm -hmm. full, and then the next 80 days after that, they pay that. What's the amount again? One. Well, these are 2014 figures, so okay. it could have, you know, but 152 according to the 2014 figures. And huh. let me tell you why that's so important to go back to this status of being admitted to the hospital as opposed to just being there for observation. Number one, there's a great uh, urgency on every hospital and every doctor's office now to try to keep their costs down. And they get, they get judged, they get rated by the federal government in terms of how well they're doing that job. So you really need to look out for yourself. So if you're admitted to the hospital and you're there for three nights, let's say you don't have a lot of resources or you want to try to protect what resources you have when you move to the nursing home. If you are admitted first and you need skilled care after three days and you go to the nursing home, then while you're trying to figure things out about how you're going to pay for the nursing home, Medicare may step in and pay for part of that cost. So this is another very important feature of the Medicare program. Boy, it gets really confusing, doesn't it, Phil? Mm-hmm. Very. And, you know, we're, we're grateful that we have people yes. who are shine counselors mm-hmm. who can educate people. Now, tell us about the Part D program. The Part D, if you'll remember, ladies and gentlemen, is the prescription drugs um, I think there's something called extra help. What does, what does that mean exactly? Extra help is a low-income subsidy. This is really the best part of being a SHINE counselor. I get really excited when I can help um, individuals get extra subsidies that will really reduce their monthly premiums and their co-pays at the pharmacy. Um, if an individual makes under $1,300 a month, they can receive full extra help, and that pretty much takes care of the Part D premium, and you really have low pharmacy co-pays when you go to pick up your medication. And if a couple um, receives under $1,790, they can receive the full extra help. And then there's also partial extra help, too, um, where the income brackets are a little higher, where individuals most of the time do qualify for partial. And this really helps out. You avoid the donut hole. You have really low premiums, and you have really, really low co-pays. You know, you can tell by now, uh, Phil and ladies and gentlemen, that this is a complex subject that we're yes, dealing with. Absolutely right. And a lot of people will get advice from their neighbor or their friend or somebody else like that, but you really need to get help from professionals. You know, Pamela, I was glad to hear you say one thing, and that is that you get really excited when you can help people save money and, and not have to pay as much on their benefits and so forth. I have the same feeling in my office. I do a lot of work in the area of retirement planning. Um, and a quick reminder uh, for USA Wealth Group, we're located on Fonts Corner Road. Uh, we help people who are looking for how to protect their assets and how to do proper retirement planning. Medicare is one very important component of that. And because there are experts and specialists, uh, shine counselors, um, we refer everybody to go see a shine counselor. You simply have to do that. Um, but I also get very excited when I can help make money for people or save money for people. It's, it's very gratifying. It's, it's 
wow, I've done something really important for these folks. Mm-hmm. So I like that attitude that, that you have, and it's an attitude of uh, caring and you know sharing your knowledge and your expertise. So keep up the good work in that area. Thank you. So, uh, Deborah, um, let's come back to you for just a minute. What do you do besides being a Shine Counselor, Shine Counselor as the Director of the Council on Aging? We have uh, a number of senior centers in the city. Um, there actually are five, as five well as our Hillman Street Support Center. And um, Pamela and I work together. Pamela oversees all the staff at the senior centers, so we're making sure that people have lots of activity and, and really wholesome activity, both uh, social and, and health and wellness and education. And we also have a great transportation program that we have at the, out of the Hillman Street office that provides people transportation to doctor's appointments, dentists, anything medical, uh, personal shopping, as well as uh, personal appointments. Uh, we also offer free rides to the senior centers. If anyone wants to go and participate for a, a significant block of time, we'll give them a ride for free to any of the centers. Uh, I'm also responsible for a lot of grant writing to try and find monies to be able to supplement the programs that we, we provide for the seniors. Everything we get goes back, goes back to the seniors. And, you know, we're always very, very grateful to the city of New Bedford because without them, we wouldn't be able to, we are a city entity and we wouldn't be able to function. And they've always been very, very supportive Mm -hmm. of all of our programming. And so, you know, last week I met with a senior who's um, still working and she's contemplating retirement uh, fairly soon. And we're talking about her budget and she wanted to make sure she had enough money in her budget to be able to go at least once a week to Foxwoods. (laughs) So here's my question. Here's my question. (laughs) Does, is one of the functions that the, uh, the senior centers uh, do, is, is one of the functions to do like bus trips down to Foxwoods or anything like that? We also have a senior travel program that's operated out of the Hazelwood Senior Center, and they do go to Foxwoods, and they go to um, Mohegan Sun, Mohegan Sun. They, they go to uh, Newport, they, they go all over, and yes, that, that's at the top of people's lists for some folks. So. Yeah, those yes. buses fill up quickly. Yeah. <laughs> when, when we moved over, the city was very gracious in giving us additional space at Hillman Street. We actually were more than doubled our size when the last tenant had moved out. And uh, my, my concrete answer was always, there will never be bingo on Hillman Street. And so there was, <laughs> and there still isn't. <laughs> but, but there may be bus trips to yes. Foxwoods. Yes, mm-hmm. You know, it is important for a lot of people, but I think people need to recognize that there are a lot of programs that you offer. It's not just coming in to see a Shine Council, which is probably the first step, but there are many programs and benefits to going to the senior centers that people should be aware of and should should do. Do you have literature that you mail out, or do you find that Medicare is too confusing that you want people to come in and talk about it? It's a lot easier if they come in. A lot of times people will come in and say, well, my neighbor has this, and everyone's case is different. You know, my friend has this coverage, and how come I don't have that coverage? And it all depends on, on what your medical need is, and a lot of it is geared to what, what medication you take. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the pharmaceuticals really have a, a, a big handle on, on cost. And, and so every person is individual, and, and we don't bite. We would love to see you, and, and we, we really would like to help out and Shine is just the first door. You know, there's a lot of other programs that we let people know about when they come in that they may be entitled to. We're actually going to be start signing people up for SNAP when they come in to have their uh, Shine 
counseling. SNAP? SNAP is a food stamp program. They oh, call of it course. SNAP yes. now, yes. And so there's lots of people. Actually, two out of five seniors who are entitled to SNAP benefits receive SNAP benefits in the state of Massachusetts. That leaves three people un, un, not helped. And so we're eager to, eager to help them. That might so. be eligible for it? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's a very important piece of information, ladies and gentlemen. You might be eligible for food stamps under the SNAP program and not even be aware of it. So take some time to visit one of the centers and get some information. And uh, uh, Pamela, give us the telephone number again that somebody can call to get started and make an appointment. Sure. 508-991-6250. I'd like to remind people that at USA Wealth Group, we have a a wealth of information that we're happy to provide at no cost, no obligation. You can simply call my office at 508-998-8858. We can send you something called key financial data for 2015, which talks about various interest rates and tax rates and things of that nature. Uh, We have uh, handout brochures that we can send you on the Medicare program as well, and we'll be happy to provide that. And then we will refer you to the SHINE program because that's uh, most important. And they go into much more detail on the actual supplement programs that we don't get involved in. Can somebody actually uh, sign up for one of those supplement programs in your office? Yes, we actually do that most of the time. So it's kind of like one-stop shopping where they yes. could learn about the Medicare program, learn about the supplement programs or the prescription advantage programs, and actually sign up for it at the same time. And if they're able to receive any federal or state aid, we look at that too, and we would apply for that at the same time. Well, I suspect there are many people listening even today who don't realize the benefits that they're entitled to. And guess what? You've paid taxes. You helped to support these programs, so you're entitled to get some of the benefits from these programs. So take some time to get some education about them. And, uh, again, if we can provide any uh, supplement reports, we have a one-page handout. Um, I'm going to send this to you, uh, Pamela and Deborah, because I only have one here. And it's called uh, Healthcare Quick Reference Guide for Medicare for Individuals 65-plus. It's, uh, it's current for 2015, and um, I'm going to send you a couple of copies of this so you can see this as well. Thank you. It's Thank just you. like a quick resource guide on the basics and what does Medicare Part A and B cover. If uh, anyone listening would like a copy of that, call our office, 508-998-8858. We'll be happy to uh, provide that. So I, th- I think the services that you provide is uh, probably one of the most important Medicare is uh, very complicated. Um, I don't profess to understand it all because I don't get into the supplement information, the supplement programs. Uh, Don't listen to your neighbor. Uh, Don't just pick up something from one particular drugstore and then go to the next drugstore and get something to compare it with. You really need to get professional advice in this area. Then most importantly, when you're 65, you need to sign up. There are a couple of small exceptions if you're still working and you're 65 and you're working for a company that has more than 20 employees and you're covered under a health insurance plan, you don't have to sign up for uh, Medicare at 65. You can continue under that program until you separate from service, for example. You're no longer working. But I know a lot of companies, in an effort to cut their own health insurance costs, require that when you do turn 65 that you get off the company health insurance and sign up for Medicare, and then maybe they'll pick up the Mm -hmm. supplement. We do something 
of a hybrid nature like that in our own office, as an example. We don't have 20 employees, but we have a number of people who have turned 65, and they've signed up for uh, uh, not only sometimes Social Security, but also Medicare. And then what the office does is it picks up the cost of the supplement plan, and the other employees who are not uh, 65 and not on Medicare, uh, the office will pay for their entire health insurance cost. So we want to make sure that our employees are fully covered, either because we pay it or when they're 65, they get uh, Medicare coverage, and then we'll pick up the cost of the supplements. You can't be without health insurance today. Um, uh, a statistic which is unfortunate that you may or may not know, uh, Pamela and Deborah, is that the number one reason that people file bankruptcy in this country is medical costs, mm-hmm. medical expenses. So... Make sure you're protected. Now, what other general advice might you give somebody about Medicare? Uh, We're nearing the end of our show. Um, I guess just to come and visit you at your office. And if you live in an adjoining town, you might want to call your council on aging in that town and see if they have um, trained Shine counselors. So we've been thrilled this morning, ladies and gentlemen, to be uh, meeting with Deborah Lee, who's the Council on Aging Director for New Bedford. And also uh, Pamela Amaral-Lima, uh, soon-to-be mother of twins, um, administrative specialist from the Council on Aging. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. Your knowledge is immense and very, very helpful. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And um, so if you have any questions, call my office and we'll refer you to Pamela and to Deborah. I have a great quote for you. Go ahead. Um, I, I can't remember quotes. who it was that said it, but um, we spend the... First, in the first half of our lives, we spend our wealth, we spend our health on wealth. And in the second half of our lives, we spend our health, our our, wealth, our, yeah, just the opposite. But I knew I would mess it up, but it's just the opposite. How you know, true, the though, Doug. first half we do spend all our money and, and just seeking more money. And then the second half we spend all our money seeking better health. And I, so, if I may say one quick thing. Deborah is a brave soul. In 2013, I had um, just recently had been hired, and Debbie was the only Shine counselor at the New Bedford Council on Aging. And literally, her 40 plus hours that she devotes to the council was spent on helping seniors with Shine. Mm. And um, Debbie is a great resource for the city of New Bedford, and um, she's the number one gal to go to if you ever need help with anything in the city. Thank you so much for being with us. Yes, thank Thank you you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Deborah, Pamela, Ray, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Money Wise Radio. Remember that uh, none of us can be an expert at everything, so let the professionals at USA Wealth Group help you protect your family and protect your money. Let their family protect your family. So until next Sunday morning, have a safe week. So long, everybody.